and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Stephanie Dabrowski, your anxiety relief coach and healing guide. I help you conquer anxiety with holistic methods by teaching you strategies, tips, and coping skills for anxiety and stress management, helping reprogram your thought patterns so you can learn to love yourself, and changing your lifestyle and habits for long-term relief. We will also uncover the roots of your anxiety, traumas, and codependent patterns so you can break free from the anxiety holding you back and live a happier and more confident life. Thank you for being here and spending your time with me today. Let's dive into today's episode. it's been a while since I've recorded a podcast. So for those of you who have missed my podcast, I'm excited to release this episode. And today, what I want to chat about that I was inspired to, or that I was inspired to talk about this morning is about how to be yourself without fear. I'm going to be honest right off the bat and say that I kind of clickbaited the title um, because I'm sure that you seeing like, oh, I can be myself and not feel afraid at all to be completely myself. Um, The truth is that you probably (laughs) will still experience fear. Um, I'm going to be honest and say that you, I can't make the fear go away for you completely. It hasn't gone away completely for me, but I do very much hope that I can decrease your fear around being yourself and help it feel easier for you to be more of yourself and for you to be more vulnerable and to stop hiding parts of yourself, to stop people pleasing and to stop feeling incomplete and stop feeling so, so empty. And so let's get into some of the things that I wanted to chat with you about today. Um, and the first thing I want to chat about is why, why we are not ourselves and why we pretend to be somebody else, why we hide parts of ourselves, why we feel like we can't completely be ourselves around, around others, around our loved ones, around our friends, around strangers. Um, and that's because we innately have a desire to belong. We innately have a desire to be to be loved, but the the problem is when we are trying to belong or we're trying to be loved by not showing all parts of ourselves, we're going to end up more hurt in the process, right? So you might have gone through this where you you were maybe staying in a job you really hated. Maybe you're putting on makeup because people would make comments if you weren't wearing makeup or you dress a certain way or whatever it is, wherever you are not being absolutely true to yourself in order to fit in to a group. Maybe you're trying to be funny and more extroverted when actually really introverted, right? So wherever you're not giving yourself permission to be yourself, you probably end up kind of hurt in those places, right? Maybe you feel really exhausted. Maybe you feel incomplete. Maybe you feel resentful or bitter because 
you're not being truly seen for who you are and not feeling completely understood or you feel disconnected, right? There's so many things that can happen when we're looking for belonging and looking for love from others. Um, and we're hiding parts of ourselves and not being ourselves completely in order to get that love and belonging. And in, in short, not being ourselves is, is, can also be categorized as people pleasing. And rather than pleasing others to belong, to gain their approval, to gain their love, to gain their acceptance, what is actually going to help us feel the most loved is when we find the right people that we can be unfiltered around. I know that sometimes you may not have a choice. Uh, I know that I can't choose my mom. I can't choose my siblings. Can't choose some of my family members or some of, maybe you can't choose the coworkers that you are around. Oh, excuse me. Mm, I promise I'm not bored. Um, it's just the end of the, the day for me that I'm recording this podcast. Um, I know that sometimes you can't choose, but that doesn't mean that you need to be fitting into what their idea of good would be. And those people that truly, truly love you, they're not going to want you to hide any parts of yourself. They're not going to want you to remain in a job that sucks the soul out of you. They're not going to want you to wear makeup if you actually hate it or wear a bra if you hate it. I recently, I'm wearing a bra right now, but recently I've been like not really wearing bras, even though it makes my mom freak out like that. I don't wear bras. Um, and so I just didn't wear it on vacation anyway, when I was on vacation with my family and just, uh, just with the people that you may not be able to choose in your life, I want you to continue to be yourself, even if they don't like it, because we may not choose our family, but I, but getting approval from our family isn't everything. Um, and that instead, I want you to know that you get to choose the people that you, you get to choose many of the people that you surround yourself with. And you're actually going to feel the most loved, the most included, the most accepted, and like you really belong when you're finding the right people to surround yourself with. And that really starts with you learning how to love and accept yourself in a really, really deep way, which I'll, I'll get to that. But the shift that I want you, that I'm encouraging you to make here, or that, that I've made that I really want to help you through is to move from surviving and adapting in order to get love and acceptance and approval from everyone and like moving out of that desperate energy into truly living. Um, Cause right now you might feel that resentment, that frustration, that like you're hiding yourself, you feel incomplete. Maybe you feel like things just aren't right. Maybe you feel like you're not being really true to yourself. Maybe you feel disconnected from yourself. And that's happening because you're in the survival and adaptation mode versus the truly living mode. But if you're in the survival mode where you're people pleasing or you're doing things to gain the acceptance and approval of others, I don't want you to beat yourself up for being in that space because it probably served a purpose early in your life. I know for me, it was me trying to gain the approval of, um, of my dad. And if you've listened to this podcast, in one of the previous episodes, one of the earliest episodes, I talk a lot about my story, um, about how I developed anxiety and 
and depression and all of that. And I also talked about um, growing up like with trauma and like an abusive household and an unsafe household and all those kinds of things. You can go back to episode one, I believe of this podcast, if you want to hear some deeper parts of my story, but I know that for me, a really big moment that caused me to want to please others, to get perfect grades, to get the approval from my teachers, to get the approval from my parents, um, to dress a certain way in order to get approval from men and strangers and other people saying that I looked good, me restricting myself and the way that I ate and over-exercising in order to feel like my body was accepted by other people. Really being in that, uh, that state, I was trying to you know adapt to what everybody would love. I was there because as a kid, I wasn't really fully loved and accepted by my dad. There was this one specific example where I, I had gotten, uh, I had like, I think I had like a close to a 4.0 GPA. I was getting awards at this like middle school, um, award ceremony. It was like eighth grade. And even though I'd gotten many, many academic awards, Um, also athletic awards because I was a junior varsity athlete. Um, The first thing my dad said when we got home was the fact that my skirt was really short and he was ashamed of me as a daughter because I looked like a prostitute on stage. And so bam, in my mind that solidified that I was not good enough and that I constantly needed to do more in order to be loved. And I was in that survival mode for a really, really long time. But what that left me with was it, it left me constantly feeling like I was not good enough, hiding parts of myself. I was in a career that wasn't really authentic to me and what it was that I was passionate about. Um, It's why I left science and quit my PhD last year and started my business. And I really, and starting my business, I really truly believe was like a huge act of self-love and allowing myself to be myself, um, was exploring this career path and being an entrepreneur. Um, and I know a lot of you who are entrepreneurs or who have, or who are thinking about shifting careers or have, you know, you feel that way too, that it's like, this is something you have to do for you. And, um, now compared to back then, I really feel like I'm truly, truly living. I feel free. I feel light. I feel most days. <laughs> I'm not going to say this is all the time. Um, cause there are definitely still some days where, I'm doubting myself or I'm trying to shield my myself from pain and vulnerability by, you know, pleasing others or trying to be perfect or something like that, which doesn't fucking work. Um, Really perfectionism and people pleasing are just shields. They're armor that we put on ourselves that we use to try to adapt, that we use to try to survive, that we use to try to gain the love and approval of other people, but they just leave us feeling really fucking empty. And the true way to feel really loved and the true way to feel alive and to feel free and to feel happy is to allow yourself to be yourself. Um, In an audiobook I was listening to this morning called uh, Fierce, Free and Full of Fire um, by Jen Hadaker or something like that. Um, Something that she said, um, and this is also similar to Brene Brown's work, if you're familiar with that, is that what you want or being truly loved and really belonging is going to happen when your inside matches your outside, right? When you're not hiding parts of yourself, when you're not feeling incomplete um, 
And I want you to know that the people who don't love the true you, who don't love your true insides, who don't love you completely, not that they have to love every single part of yourself, but those who really don't like that, don't like you, they don't belong in your circle and they're not your people. And there's plenty of other people on the planet. I know it hurts. I'm not saying it does not hurt when people don't, when people don't accept you for you and they don't support you, um, especially when they're the people that are close to you, maybe your partner, your spouse, your mom. I'm not saying it doesn't hurt, but I hope that it helps it hurt a little less to know that maybe they're just not your person, or maybe it'll just take them some time to really love and accept you and support you more, but you can only really start to receive that love and acceptance from them when you start to show it to yourself. Um, and I'll, I'll get into how you can, how you can do that. Um, I also just want to like take a moment and say that this is everything that I'm sharing here, whether it's being yourself with the clothes that you wear, um, feeling comfortable in the clothes that you wear, not wearing makeup, um, feeling more confident in yourself, feeling like you can, or like gaining more love and support from other people and feeling like you're loved and supported. And that really starting with the love and support that you give to you. These are all concepts, um, tools, teachings of the self-love group coaching program, which I'm enrolling clients in right now. And the link will be in the app, uh, in the description below for you to apply to that. If that's something that you're feeling called to, um, it includes three group uh, three group coaching calls per month, two of which are um, more like intuitive uh, coaching calls. So based on whatever it is that you need um, and just helping you work through whatever you're going through. So really individualized help. And one of them is a session where we uh, create art together with just some lovely music on. And we just take an hour to really pour, to really just honor ourselves, um, be imperfect, um, just create something for the sake of creating something and for the joy of the process, which my clients have told me has like allowed them to let go of their thoughts, to feel more relaxed, to unwind, um, and to really honor the imperfect parts of themselves more. Um, and it allows them to be themselves more with less fear because they start to get more comfortable with like creating an imperfect piece of art with just doing, with just like being right. And just creating for the sake of creating rather than like doing something and feeling like you're good enough only because you check something off of a list. Right. So, um, yeah, it, the, and also included in the self-love group coaching program is five days a week, you get um, group chat support for me and then the other members of the group. So yeah, I'm chatting with you um, basically every day and I'm there to support you. I'm there to hype you up. I'm there to um, give you journal prompts. I'm there to pull you out of moments when you're feeling low to help give you advice based on how you are feeling. I'm there to support you. And the friendships that these women are building with each other. Not that it's exclusive to women, but I do have mostly women in the group right now um, or all women in the group right now or people who identify as women. Um, but the women there are really creating like deep friendships and they just support each other um, completely and a way to, really a deep way to help you feel like 
you are more, you can be more of yourself is to put yourself in an environment where people radically fucking accept you for you and are just there to hold space for you and are there to not judge you. So being around acceptance, being in a space where people are just there to support you um, and having people that you know you can lean on, like that is the circle that I create in the self-love group coaching program. So if that's something that you want, um, you can reach out to me directly, DM me on Instagram or email me or click the link to apply to the program. if you want to chat about it. So um, continuing on, I want to um, give you another tip for how you can really move out of this adaptation and survival and pleasing other people in order to get love to being more of yourself and just feeling like you are more lovable um, and feeling like you can be authentic to you. And that is to look back at the times when you were hurt and rather than seeing it only as a really hurtful thing that, you know, it sucked that those people judged you in that way. You know, it sucked that my dad um, said that I wasn't good enough or that he was shaming me for, you know, showing my legs or that kind of thing. Um, Rather than seeing it only as something that's hurtful I want you to see it as a sign of what is, what is true to you and perhaps people that you shouldn't be putting all of your trust in and that it's not that you have to be better or that you have to hide those parts of you that people think suck right? That they're pointing out that those parts suck about you. It's, it's not that you suck. It's not that those parts should be hidden. It is not that um, you suck as a human. It just means that you may not be able to trust that person or that person shouldn't really be in your circle. Um, and it also shows what you do need, right? So look at it this way, right? Like I, me experiencing my dad, not like fully accepting and supporting me and not congratulating me right? Made me realize that what I need is lots of love and support and for people to be proud of me. Um, And so I make it my first goddamn fucking priority to be really proud of myself, to surround myself with people who are going to be proud of me, to ask my partner to express as often as possible, hey, I, I need to know that like you're proud of me or that you're not disappointed. And, and not that I need confirmation all the time, but just something it made me learn that like words of affirmation and being genuinely supported by myself and by other people is really freaking important to me. Really, really important to me, especially because I have a wound from my past that I am still healing um, that makes me question whether I am good enough. Um, because that was just ingrained in me at a really young age. And it takes, it takes a long time to unravel. It takes a lot of repetition. Like I was actually saying in my last, in podcast episode 44 is that retraining your brain to believe that you are more successful or to be able to celebrate yourself or to 
shift your doubt into more confidence and self-belief. Like it's like brushing your teeth. You can't just do it once in order to prevent a cavity. Like you have to do it every day. You have to do it all the time. Um, and the, the next thing that I want to share or kind of a tip I want to give you is that the way that you are going to feel the most loved, the way that you're going to feel okay to be yourself, the way that you're going to feel more confident in yourself, the way that you're going to feel like you belong starts with you. It has to start with you. You cannot expect other people to, or everyone else around you to fully accept you, like support you to be proud of certain things that you do be to love certain aspects of you. If you aren't loving those parts of you and seeing how valuable you are. Um, Because the thing is, when you really believe that you are valuable and that you are worthy and that you are lovable, when you believe that at a really deep level, not saying you're never going to have a day when you doubt yourself or you, you know, but when you believe that most of the time and most of the days you feel that way, when someone gives you crap, when someone judges you, when you get hate because, you know, you maybe you have a business on social media and you're sharing something and you get hate for it, or when someone is rude to you, when someone's judging you, it'll just bounce off or it'll just roll off if you are really confident in how worthy you are. Right. But when you don't believe that you are worthy, when you don't believe that you are good enough, you're going to absorb that comment because it's going to just confirm the judgment you have towards yourself. And I am not saying, not saying at all that you can't receive love from anyone else if you judge yourself, um, because I definitely still have many moments where I do. And my relation, my relationship now, um, we've been together for six and a half years. Um, it started when I was in a very in a moment where I really deeply hated myself. It was in a portion of my life where I really hated myself. Um, on one of the previous podcasts, I forget which episode, maybe episode 10, I talked about how, um, how my self-hate ended up, did end up leading to our relationship um, crumbling and us having a breakup and me needing to take time for myself. Um, but that does not mean that if you have some judgment towards yourself that you cannot be loved and you cannot receive love. Um, but it does mean that you kind of need to be really careful about who you surround yourself with. And then especially when you're still, when you still have a lot of judgment towards yourself, when you feel like you can't truly be yourself, when you feel unsafe to be yourself fully, maybe because you experienced your dad shitting on you like he should on me, um, which I know that he did that because he himself honestly had really low self-esteem. Um, and so I don't blame him, but it's taken me a long time to get to that point where I don't blame him. Um, but I know that his language definitely influenced me. Um, and maybe you've experienced, you know, criticism from a teacher or a per or a friend who never really accepted you quote unquote friend, um, or you were, you know, you were hurt badly by, by an ex-partner or something like that, or parents, teachers, whatever, you know, it might be really hard for you to always see that you are valuable, right? You might be in that place where you, um, feel unsafe to, to know that you are valuable and to be completely yourself. And that's, that's okay. And 
I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way forever. And you don't always have to be afraid of being yourself and that you do not always have to, you won't always feel unsafe to be yourself. And the way that you feel safer and less afraid to be yourself, the way that you feel less judged and less hurt by other people is by pouring, pouring love into you um, and by learning how valuable you are. And especially when you're on the way to learning how to accept yourself more, when you're learning to be more comfortable with showing your insides to the world, when you're learning to maybe wear less makeup or to be less focused on your weight or to be less focused on your grades or to be, be less focused on um, just what other people think of you. It's really, really fucking helpful to be around others who hype you the hell up and who really fully accept you, which is why I created the self-love group coaching program. Um, because it is a group where you are completely surrounded by people, by me, who's going to hype you the hell up and teach you how to celebrate yourself way more. And, and, and I'm going to love so many aspects and all the aspects of you to help you learn how to love it. Right. And the right partners and the right people in our life can do that. They can show us how to love parts of ourselves. Maybe that we don't love very much. Um, or learn to become neutral with it or like it, you know, first there's this, there's a step-by-step process. I do not just like swing you over from absolutely fucking hating your body fat to like, I love my body fat. No, there's steps, there's neutrality. There's don't worry. I have a process when it comes to this with my clients. I'm not just going to like throw you into the deep end. I'm going to ease you there. Um, but that's why I created the self-love group coaching program, because there's so much value in being in the energy of other people who just hold that space for you and who help you feel safe. And I'm also going to teach you how to help yourself feel safe because um, you will want to, I know, I know that all of my clients come to me wanting to feel way more capable and powerful and be, be in being able to calm themselves and being able to help themselves feel safe and being able to soothe themselves, which is so important when people try to judge you, when people try to hurt you. And the thing is when uh, people will, because when people are hurting on the inside, they throw judgment out right? When people are in pain or when people are afraid, it's easier to judge others. It's easier to be mean. Um, I was actually just talking with someone on a call and something that she was sharing was the fact that her, her partner, um, is not very supportive of her starting her, uh, like a, a coaching business in, um, like human design and Reiki and more of these, like, you know, new age philosophies, right. Um, spiritual healing, that kind of thing. And was saying that, you know, everyone should have a nine to five. You should have 95. Like, this is not going to work. This is, this is going to be bad. Like, bah, 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 right. But the thing is he said those things and he wasn't feeling supporting her because he was scared and he wants to protect her and make sure nothing goes wrong. And to him, a nine to five is a much more secure job when to be honest, they're really not that secure because look at how many people with you know, quote unquote, secure nine to fives lost their job during a pandemic. My business has been running the entire time, like during this pandemic, right? Um, because it's online, right? Or most of it's online. There's actually going to be some in-person events coming up in the future. So keep an eye out for that. Um, in-person retreats and stuff like that. Um, but 
he hurt her, right? And judged her choice of starting a business and what she does and said that was wrong because he was scared and he was in fear and wanted to protect her, right? So when you learn to really love and accept and honor yourself, you'll also see where other people are just judging or in pain or they're hurt or they're trying to show their love to you by trying to protect you, but it doesn't actually end up being supportive. Um, that's kind of a conversation for a whole nother time, but um, just know that a part of the process of learning to be more aware of yourself and this healing journey that I bring, my, that I like guide my clients through and them learning to accept themselves more um, in me doing that, like it helped me realize where my partner is in fear or where my mom might be when she tries to give me advice. Or like, I realized all the pain that my dad was in for so much of my life and why that caused him to act the way that he did. Right. When you understand your own behavior more, like you're going to understand your partner's behavior. Like it's not just going to improve how you feel. It's also going to improve your relationships, but I'll probably do a whole nother podcast on relationship stuff. Um, cause I have a lot to say around that. Um, so yeah, just bringing it back to loving, honestly, pouring that love into yourself and accepting yourself is the key to feeling like you can be more of yourself and feeling less fearful around it. Cause when you got your back, like that can be the, that is the best fucking thing that you can do is to have your own back and to learn how to support yourself and to learn how to feel more calm when other people are trying to hurt you and realize that that's not yours and be able to detach that from you and see that it has nothing to do with you. It just probably has to do with them not feeling good or them judging themselves or them being in pain um, or them experiencing some trauma triggers or them being conditioned by society to think a certain way um, and doing that like feel safer. And then maybe they don't know the difference between society's conditioning versus um, like what they're truly feeling or what would really be good for them because maybe they're not very in touch with themselves, right? So lots and lots of lots of different things. But teaching you how to love and honor those parts of you before expecting others to is a huge theme um, and aspect of the self-love group coaching program, which the link will be in the description for that. And um, something else that I want to say about the judgments of others is whenever, when someone says something to you, um, and hurts you because you're trying to be your true self is to think about whether that person has a life or a way of being that you admire. And if they don't, right, this can be true for, you know, your partner, your parents, anyone, if they don't, I want you to really give their opinion less weight. Um, and honestly, throw their, just like, not let it weigh on you, not let it make you feel like you're not good enough. Um, and this can be true for your partners too. Like there's definitely some aspects of my partner's way of being and living that I don't really need for myself. Um, and I wouldn't want for myself and that's okay. So when he will speak from that place, I'll be like, you know, I value, I very much do value his opinion because we've been together for six and a half years, but I also see the parts of his life that I'm, that just aren't for me. Like I just live my life a little bit differently, which is okay. Right. We don't have to be the same exact person. We can be two people living our lives together, but not on the exact same path. We, we're, you know, we're parallel to each other. 
he's an individual and so am I. And so I'll just realize that those things that maybe he doesn't agree with, like, it's okay. Um, because I don't want to live my life the same exact way he does in those particular areas. Right. Um, and I just want to end with some examples of ways in which I shifted my identity or started being much more true to myself that you might resonate with. And it, it happened in, in small ways, right? It happened in the clothing that I wear. Um, I was, I think I was just saying earlier that I've uh, started to wear bras less often and it's something, or I didn't say this earlier. I said this on the call earlier. So I didn't, I don't think I said it to you on the podcast. I said it on a call with someone earlier on with a client earlier. Um, and I started to not wear bras as often with, um, my, um, with my clothing and some people get really freaked out by boobs for some fucking reason for boobs, like not being covered up and like pushed up in a certain way with a bra, um, and not being perfectly round. But the thing is like boobs are not always perfectly naturally round or like the exact same size or like super perky or any of that kind of thing. And just bras just hurt me like sometimes um all of the bras that I do wear now are either bralettes or what bras without underwire but um yeah I initially was like very afraid of like not wearing a bra and it's just something that I honestly in the beginning just started becoming more and more comfortable with because I was like well this feels good to me Right. And so same thing when it came to wearing less makeup, I used to feel like I had to wear makeup, um, had to do my eyebrows that I had to put mascara on that I had to put, um, cover up over my blemishes. And if you're watching this on video, you can clearly see I have a couple of blemishes here on my chin and another one here on my lip. These are, they're not super bad blemishes, right? They're not super, um, I don't have very significant acne, but it's something that I used to feel ashamed of. And I used to cover up and, I really hated the feeling of foundation and cover up on my skin. I really get annoyed when about like doing my eyebrows and I don't really know how to do my eyebrows. And I was tired of like putting eyeshadow on all the time. And same thing with the bra and like the clothing is like dressing a certain way. Like it just, it was tiring. It was fucking exhausting. And I kind of like eased myself into it. Like I started not wearing a bra at home. And then I started wearing maybe tops that were a little bit more supportive. So they could like kind of substitute for a bra, right? Like camis or things like that. Um, or like different kinds of sports tops, um, and crop tops and stuff like that. And same thing with makeup. I just kind of started wearing less and less and less. And then just, just realized that, Hey, no matter what anyone says, like if someone says like, Oh, maybe you should put on some more makeup or maybe you should wear a bra or maybe you should do this or this or this. It's like, well, what's more important to me is me feeling good rather than you being happy with the way that I look or the way that I am or the way that I act or any of those kinds of things, right? I want you to realize that you're the one who goes to sleep like with yourself at night and what's the most important thing in the fucking world is your happiness and how you feel. And that's not selfish. It's not selfish. It's actually the least selfish thing you can do is to make yourself happy and to do things that you want to do, because when you do that, you are in so much more of a positive energy. You also give permission for other people to be themselves, to be imperfect, to not wear the makeup or not wear the bra. 
you give permission for people to show their parts of their personality, right? Um, it was also really hard for me to release that fear um, of other people judging me when I came out as bisexual um, this year. And um, it's something where I came out like privately to like friends and my partner and stuff many months before I did like publicly. And it was, it was really, really scary because there's a lot of judgment of people who are queer and their sexuality. And something that I was also fearful of was like, whether people like what people would say about, you know, me potentially having like a, a woman as a partner like as a sexual partner as well, like even though I am in a committed relationship that like people just wouldn't get that. But the thing is that like at the end of the day, what matters is my happiness and how I feel. And I just basically got to a point where I couldn't, I couldn't not let that part of me out. Right. I couldn't not honor that part of me. Um, and I couldn't not like share that you know, with my partner and say like, Hey, there's really this part of me that feels like it's lacking. And, and I don't think it's something that you can provide, you know? And I honestly wish that I realized or admitted, you know, to myself that I was bisexual sooner because maybe I would have had some amazing relationships and, and interactions with women that I never got to have because I hid that part of myself from myself from the world um because I was afraid but I realized that what I really needed to be more afraid of was how much pain I was putting myself through and how much unhappiness I was putting myself through by hiding that part of me um and you also know and I've tried I've like touched on this a little bit is that it was really scary for me to leave science, leave academia, leave my PhD to become a healer and to become a coach and do what I do now. And to like be the, the leader of the most amazing clients that I have in my self-love group coaching program. And also in other ways, also if one-on-one is more your style, we can totally add, um, one-on-one to the self um, love group coaching, or we can just work one-on-one together. Although I just think, I think that the group is really great for those of you who are looking for that ultimate, like that, that community and that deep love and support and acceptance. Um, but it was in, uh, in starting this business and in starting and in leaving my previous career, I had to, it was really fucking hard. It was really scary to, work on what I was passionate on and to allow myself to do what I was passionate about rather than doing the job that everybody else approved of being a professor. Honestly, it was probably easier to be, um, to be working on my professorship and to be working in earth science than it is to do what I do now. I mean, they both have their easy and hard things, right? It was, it's hard now to maybe deal with the judgment or like the mis or the fact that people don't understand like why I left science um, or why I left academia. And like, that can be really hard. It can be really hard for like my family to, um, 
to like say like maybe you should just go back to it or like they don't really get what I do now that can be hard but it's really easy doing what it is that I love and doing what it is that I'm passionate about and doing what it is that I know that I'm super gifted and experienced in um and just like when I was in academia and in research and working on my PhD towards becoming a professor and all of that it was in a way easier because I was getting the approval of so many other people, but it was also really fucking hard in the way that it was something that made me really miserable. And that, and just with all of these examples that I share from little ones to big ones, I hope it shows you that what matters at the end of the day is the fact that you are happy and the fact that you feel really good and whether other people accept you or not, whether they approve of what you're doing or not, um, that doesn't matter. Because in the end, as you become more and more true to yourself and you love yourself enough to uh, honor all of the parts on the inside and to let that out as you are comfortable to, you know, that's a process. It happens in the steps. It doesn't all happen at once. We don't want to like shatter you to pieces. Um, it happens small in, in small ways and over time. Um, but as you do that, like you're just going to feel so much more free and you're going to feel so much more happy. And you're also going to find the people who truly love you, who truly belong to you and who are your people along the way. Um, I hope I can be one of those people for you. Uh, if you want to chat about this podcast, um, or let me know that you like this podcast, send me a DM on Instagram or screenshot it, put it on your stories on Instagram. I would love to see that. I'd love for you to share this wherever you want to share it. That really helps me out so much. It means the world to me. It also would mean the freaking world to me. If you left a review, wherever you listen to this podcast, um, it helps get the podcast out there to more people who need to hear it. Um, and it helps me keep making more episodes. I love you so much. I hope you enjoyed this and I will catch you in the next episode. This one was awesome.